Absolutely. Let's get the prescriptions in. Exactly. <laughs> I see you coming on Facebook Live tonight. Okay, let's do it. It's 9 o'clock. I have I'm so much fun doing this. Rock. You know, I put my, um, oh, Anita says she's sad. Wow. No Periscope tonight because I can't get on Periscope because oh. I can't get my my um tablet on Wi-Fi. Hi, Nas. Hi, Cicely. It's Thursday. Oh, I keep saying Thursday. <laughs> it's Wednesday, August 21st, Joy Exposed. And uh, tonight we're going to talk about friends. Are they friends or nah? Were they ever friends? And what does it mean when the friendship has ended? So we're working through that. Yeah, that's right. How many of us have them? So we'll talk about that a little bit. But as always, we're starting with three cheers of joy. So I hope you have your cocktail ready. You're ready to celebrate tonight. Three things that have made you happy since we chatted last week. And tonight I'm drinking um, Avion Tequila. I hope you can see this. There's a lot of light. Avion tequila is my drink tonight. Silver. I love silver tequila. So if anybody's ever trying to figure out what can I do to get uh, Joyce Lynn to have a drink with me, just say tequila and some lot. Well, not any tequila. Let's go there. <laughs> but anyway, three cheers of joy. My first celebration. I was almost in a horrible car accident on Monday. And I realized that just by not getting upset with the situation that I was currently in or not being flustered by a situation that I was in probably saved my life. I um, went to make a donation to Goodwill and I was going to the post office and um, I, didn't, I, re I stopped and checked my, the address of the post office. Because I stopped and checked the address of the post office, those few seconds, those few moments, saved me from being hit by a car that was out of control. Because then I let, I pulled out, and then in front of me was this like big truck zooming past, out of control, went through the grass, hit a fire hydrant, went through a fence, and hit a building or something. You could hear like this huge boom, this crash. And I was so shaken by it, but I realized that just me following my first instinct and just kind of checking my next move probably saved my life. So that's my first celebration. Cheers to life. Cheers to living. My second celebration tonight is that, you know, it's almost my birthday, right? Yay. Yay. And because it's almost my birthday, really good friend of mine, girlfriend of mine, came into town tonight to start celebrating with me. So after the broadcast, head into Ybor City, have a cigar, walk around, and chill for a bit. So I'm really excited about that. And that kind of goes in line with the whole conversation about friends. Because if you know me personally, you know I'm pretty unique personality. And I don't necessarily know that there are a lot of people that take to me as I am. But then there are probably about a handful that understand joy, who I am, and they are appreciative and respectful of me and a friendship that we've shared and um, that's continuing to grow. So cheers to that. Yay, Suzette. Cheers. Cheers. So you guys see I'm in, I'm in a hotel, right? So see my bed? I was taking a nap earlier this way. I was taking a nap earlier. So I'm having that. It's my bed behind me. So, and my third celebration 
just happened before I even came online tonight. I got a text message from um, someone that just warmed my heart because I do the broadcast, the podcast and the broadcast, and I comment on the post and I participate, but you never know when somebody really feels you. And this person has mentioned to me three times, you should write a book about relationships and dating. And tonight, when I kind of got discouraged about it, I got this message. It said, God has it on my spirit to tell you, you have a whole lot of wisdom and that a ton of women like myself would listen to or read for me because you hold a perspective coming from love. So this person is asking me to write a book to kind of help facilitate this dating kind of dilemma that people exist in. And not from how do you get the date you want? How are you the person that you want to be in it? So cheers to that comment for reminding me that my gift of energy and information goes beyond me. Because I can be really selfish. I think it's supposed to help me but I forget that I'm supposed to help others to move forward too. So that's cheers number three. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so those are my cheers. Let me see. Thank you, Travis. I He said my locks look amazing. I'm gonna look at a couple comments so that um, I can have an opportunity to kind of chat with everybody as we go along. So I've got several people here. Hi, Robert, hello, hello. Thank you, Travis. I. Um, I twisted them together because I want them curly because I'm going to be hanging out this weekend and I like it when it's curly. I just learned that. I called it wedding hair, but this weekend it'll be birthday hair. So hi, Terrence. Hi, Stephanie. You know, I love you. Stephanie, send a message if it's okay for me to give away a Tumblr tonight. And if it is, um, I'll announce that at the end. Hi, Keyshawn. Hi, Suzette. Suzette's hey. over here next to me. <laughs> I love you, too. Hey, Sheila. And it's our friend anniversary today, Sheila, two years. So that's really exciting. So I really appreciate all of you for coming in tonight. You guys see I have on my Superman shirt. I uh, wear this when I'm feeling down in the mornings, when I'm trying to get ready for work and I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go to work, so I don't want to go to work. I have to superwoman. superwoman. So you have to do something to yourself to remind you that you are great at what you do, right? Hi, Damien out of the Cayman Islands. So today was the morning that I got up and I thought I need that extra push. So it was the superwoman shirt today, right? Supergirl. I gonna say superwoman because I'm almost 50 next Yay. week. So I wore this shirt today to remind me that I'm great and to remind me that I'm powerful. I'm only as weak as the thoughts that I allow. So I got to make sure I allow positive thoughts and powerful thoughts so that I know I'm the shit. Like, I don't care. Whatever. It's a million, billion, uh, millions of teachers. I'm the best one. Podcast, mine's the best. Like, I got it in my mindset, have the idea of I'm the best at what I do. If I'm not the best at it, I'm getting better every day, right? And I've kind of learned this lesson from people around me that are doing their own thing. I've got a group of guys who own their own cigar bar in Tampa. I've mentioned it before, Maduro's. And they started out this cigar shop. 
It's just, it's little space in West Tampa, dying West Tampa. Nobody wanted to go to West Tampa. They put a cigar bar in there, and guess what? People started taking notice of West Tampa. People want property there. They want to build around it. A customer base out of this out of this world. It's Maduro Maradas, and I'll be there on Saturday night for my birthday. Well, I didn't tell them if I was coming, but I'm just going to show up. They'll be ready for me. They always are. Me and my girls are coming through. So I that, those are the people that I kind of surround myself with and just to make sure to watch people grow and just to become so significant. So after three cheers of joy, you know we got to have our Facebook post of the week. And let me read it to you. I'll post it after so you guys can comment on it. It is fun as hell. And the lady who made the Facebook post, man, I, I want to meet her because she's so bold to put this post out there. Her name is um, Allison Christie Johnson, and she's a Facebook friend. And her post says this, and everybody listen, because it is powerful as hell. Her post says, I own that I am pagan, polyamorous, pansexual, with a dash of promiscu promiscuity, and I've been placed on this planet to prove that you don't have to fit into some good woman template to have a life and love you deserve and desire, and I choose to share my dream out loud. Wow. Ha! Ha, ha, ha. I love that, right? That was so awesome. I read her post and I thought, that is a real woman. She is a real woman. She is full of life. And she has accepted the fact that these are things that are of me. And we all deal with it. And I tell you, know, I've written, I've written books. I've written books and I've had people come to me and be like, oh, you was having a whole phase. And you was, I'm like, hey, don't give me no basic label for my shit. I'm straight. <laughs> I don't need any labels. I was being me and I was doing what I wanted to do. And I was living the life that is mine. And I was freeing myself from something that held me hostage. And that was the desire of sex. Whether it meant something or didn't, I wanted to have it. So to read this post, I thought, this is a powerful woman to be able to say this. The funny thing is that a lot of people will not like it or comment on it because they're afraid. Men are afraid to be called dogs. Women are afraid to be called hoes. To any negative, well, here's the thing. You can't put negative on something beautiful. And to be aware of who you are and how you exist and why you exist, there's not anything negative in that. You're not harming anybody. You're living life and you're loving. So good for her. This is um, Allison Christie Johnson. I'll tag her in it. I hope she's watching, but that is amazing. And I am so, I'm proud of her as being able to use those words and to say it. So that's my Facebook post of the week. Now, I also have a Woman Crush Wednesday. I'm going to announce it later because I realized at the beginning of the show, I give away so much goodness at the beginning and then I'm like rambling on for 45 minutes. So I'll do the, I'm like, y'all know I'm learning. I don't, I don't even pretend that I got this under control, but um, I'll announce my woman crush Wednesday a little later. So tonight later, before we go, I'm going to give away one of my books. I'm sure all of you have read them, right? I'm going to give away a book and I'm also giving away a Tumblr. It's like a Yeti and you win it 
I'll get it personalized for you. So it'll have your name on it or whatever you want. I just talked to Stephanie and um, she's going to put that together for us. So before we move on, we're going to say, um, hi there, Joanne. Thank you so much for joining in. Uh, again, I appreciate you. Hi, Shanika Monique. You go, girl. I'm really proud of you and your post and you're growing and she has a new business. She has a lash company and she teaches classes. She moved out to Las Vegas and she is doing the damn thing. And she's my classmate's daughter. That's what makes it so beautiful because she's young and she's a hustler. So she's a hustler. You want to get your eyelashes done. You want somebody that want, is interested, put her in contact with her. She's great. Hey, Kathy. Let's see, Daryl's here. Yes. Hey, hey, Percy. Hey, Damien. Thank you so much. Look at this. I'm so excited. You guys make me smile. Hi, John. <laughs> Sheila, you wanted a Tumblr too? Okay, Sheila, I'll give you a Tumblr too. DM me. I said it's like a Yeti. I said it's like a Yeti. Sheila, DM me what you want on your Tumblr, and I'll get you a Tumblr too. But don't participate in the game. <laughs> Let somebody else play. But I'll send you one, so no problem. So anyway, uh, hi, John. And uh, look at you. Hi, Kathy. So tonight i'm gonna talk about something that's dear to me and i might end up crying because y'all know i'm emotional basket case like i um I, i'm an emotional processor so i don't i think there's a word for it but i don't know what it is uh but tonight we're talking about friends and we all know that we go through the friends um we go through friends right people come in your life and they leave and when they leave, you want to know why they left. You want to know if you could have done something different, if you could have done something better. How could you have been a better friend? And what I've realized in this process, it's easier for me for men to leave than women. Because for men, because my shit is fucked up, there's an expectation that men leave. So for me, I expect <laughs> men to leave. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, yeah, I got all kinds of issues on that. I have an expectation that men will leave, right? And that could come from my dad not being there, right? It could come from, hi, Varisa. It could come from my mom dating and relationships ending. So in my mind, there's an expectation that men will leave. That I understand that better than my girlfriend's leaving. Because I feel like when women connect, we connect for life. That's what I feel. So I feel like, with my friend girls and my girlfriends, there's an emotional sharing. It's not a sexual emotional sharing, but it is an emotional sharing. And there's sharing on a level that people don't even understand. So when you're in these relationships, you think they're gonna last forever. I do. And I've said before, I don't think I don't think people are trying to hurt me. Hey there, Mina. I never think that somebody's trying to hurt me, right? So for me, when I realize that somebody is, that it's their intention, I have to back up and just be like, what did I miss? And I remember my friend Carla telling me one day, we were having a conversation about a mutual friend. And I was like, oh my God, I think that bitch was coming for me. Like, would you think she was coming for me? Like, we've been friends forever. Would she come for me? And, <coughs> sorry, Carla, who loves me, said to me with the straightest face, 
she's done worse shit to you than this. And I was like, she has. <laughs> that lets you know I don't pay attention to shit. So she's like, she's done worse shit than this. And I said, you know what? Maybe so, but today I'm paying attention. So I finally started paying attention to what she was doing coming for me. And I thought, how can I have known you pretty much my whole life and I'm the person you're trying to manipulate and hurt? And that was sad for me. It was, I'm talking grown up. I'm not, I'm talking about friends from grade school on. That hurt me because I'm like, we've been through so much shit together. I have you, you have me. And then you're manipulating me and other people see it. And that's the thing. You don't see it because you're in it. But other people see it and you're like, all oh, y'all saw this shit happening and I didn't. So you really look like you were in a, a zombie in that shit, right? So I just had to back up. So when I backed up from that friendship, another friend of mine wanted to talk about it. And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. And she was like, well, maybe she was this. And maybe. I said, hey, there's no excuse for somebody trying to hurt you, to manipulate you, to take from you. Guess what? This is what she chose. This is how it played out. I'm out. And I was done. That's how I operate. I don't, you don't get to hurt me over and over. You don't get to hurt me. And um, I point that shit out. You don't get to hurt me. But I had to learn that. So that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about friends, not what somebody's done for you, but who are you in the friendship? So you guys have gotten to know me from Facebook and different interactions. I haven't, like I looked at this list. There's not anybody on here that I've gone out with. I don't think <laughs> if I have, I'm, I'm not overlooking you and I haven't forgotten. I'm just saying I didn't see the names, but when I build relationships, I build relationships and I receive people as they are. So let me tell you why that makes me a good friend. It makes me a good friend because I accept you as you are. I don't ask you for anything different. I don't ask you to spend outside of what you're financial, financially capable of. I don't ask you to do something for me to put you in a bind. I don't take from you, I don't manipulate you. The most important thing that I do for women in friendships is I keep them safe. Not safe like I baby them or I pamper them, but safe like you're okay to be yourself in my presence, right? So my friend Dawn, who lives in Italy, who I got to go visit, and she sent me an amazing gift. I'll talk about that towards the end. But Dawn and I met at a very kind of tumultuous time in her life and me. I'm on the inside. I was on the inside of mine. But the one thing that I was able to offer her was safety and security. And you think about it, You never think as women, we don't think about offering safety and security to other women. But you think of it like this. If you are going to do something and you're not sure of it, the one thing that you can count on is somebody being for you, being there for you on the other side. That's what I offer. I offer you to be your authentic self. I'm not going to judge you. If we, if we go to the club and you decide you leaving with Jimbo and Boo Boo and his crew, I'm going to be like, all right, girl. This is what I'm going to say. All right, girl, where y'all going? Well, I'm going to ride with y'all. 
I'm gonna ride with y'all. You do what you're gonna do. I'm gonna be there when it's over and we getting the fuck out of here. That's me. You keep people safe that you love. It ain't for me to stop you from collecting your tools along your path, right? I always go back to your tools. You gotta live your life to be ready for the task ahead of you. So whatever your desires are, whatever your needs are, the situations you have to get in, whatever it is, you've got to collect your tools. If you miss an intricate part of who you are and what you're supposed to do because of me, God ain't gonna listen to that shit when it's time. God ain't gonna hear you say, well, I didn't do it because Joycelyn said, and I didn't, he'd be like, what Joycelyn got to do with this? This is our time, right? So I'm the friend that keeps you safe. That was what I offered in friendship. No judgment. I ain't judging you. You crying. You in love every other week. It's a new guy. You don't want to be around your kids. They're getting on your nerves. I ain't judging you. I don't, I'm not capable of that. So I'm pretty, I'm set in that. Like I know those are the things that I can offer. Now, I've said before, I ain't got a lot of money. You want a lot of money? You need another friend. I ain't got a lot of money. You can't come to me for a lot of money. You can't get rich off me. We can get rich together. Like Douglas is on here. We're going to make a movie. Right, Douglas? Not Pornhub movie. A movie for the big screen so everybody can watch and pay for it. Douglas and I, we'll get rich together. Mina and I, we'll get rich together. Because we're going to join our crafts and tools and we're going to make something big. We've already had conversations. That's what I know. But he can't get rich off me. Mina can't get rich off me because I don't have anything. I don't have any money. All I have are my gifts. So friends aren't are about money. They're about opportunities to be safe as you travel along your journey. And that's what I believe that I am as a friend. I'm a good friend. Now, there may be some, it may be somebody watching this saying I'm not a good friend. And I don't know. They'll say, hi, Andrea. Andrea's on here. Kathy, uh, Suzette is here again. Yes. Hey, Millicent. So, so there may be some that say I'm not a good friend. And maybe I'm not a good friend to them because I wasn't able to give them what they wanted from me. And that's okay. I don't have a problem with that. Maybe I met somebody and we didn't have a compatible energy and we're not friends because of that. Maybe I met someone and we shared an amazing conversation in the evening and we'll always feel like we're friends. Maybe it's that. Who knows? People have their reasons for why they can and why they can't make friends. But the one thing that you have to be true to is who you are in the relationships. Hey, Joya. Yes, I said not Pornhub, Douglas. Yes, that's free. We not doing free. We need people to pay to see our movie. And it's not going to be porn. <laughs> Hey, Antonio, my son-in-law is in the house tonight. Yay. My son-in-laws are here. Hey, Sherry, my cousin. So um, that's what we're talking about tonight, friendship. So before we move further, now I'll talk about my Woman Crush Wednesday, and I'll post it on my Facebook. Her name is Tia Renee, and um, I met her through Facebook. I met some amazing women through Facebook. I'm not even going to knock that. She's beautiful. She's been on her. Oh, thank you so much, Suzette. Yes. 
Yes, thank you. T. Renee and I met on, on um, Facebook, and we've been to a couple of events together. She came to my first reading, and my second reading in Atlanta, the uh, first public one, and um, she's phenomenal. She spent time on a weight loss journey. I think she's lost like 70 pounds. She's, yeah, she is phenomenal, and she's so positive. And the one thing that I get from Tia Renee is that she's always learning. She's studied Dr. King. She studied Malcolm X. She studies herself, her placement moving forward. And um, I'm really grateful for her. So she's my Woman Crush Wednesday, Woman Crush Wednesday for today. And um, I'll post her. I didn't even tell her, so she doesn't even know. Uh, so I'll have to uh, let her know that. I'll tag her in it. So anyway, so that's my Woman Crush Wednesday. I had to break that up. And uh, thank you very much, Douglas, for asking for investors and philanthropists, actors, inbox. That's right. Because we need some, we're going to need some help because we got big things happening. Right? That's how it's done. All right. So for me as a woman, my relationships are very important. And I think, you know, when I was, when I was a young mother, and in a yucky ass marriage, I did fucked up stuff to my children. We don't even admit that stuff, but I was not necessarily nice, but it wasn't that I wasn't nice because of my children. I wasn't nice because of the treatment that I received. So I was giving what I got, right? When I thought I could give somebody love and teach them how to love, I in turn turned into the asshole, the abusive person, and my children felt it. So once I left the marriage, I had to spend time gaining my kids trust again and we don't talk about that we don't talk about what it means to be open and honest about the relationships that we've shared with our children and i had to literally learn how to talk to my kids and to love my kids and to gain their trust again and so that would probably be my first venture into friendship seriously how do you get somebody to trust you? How do you show them that you got them? And they're my kids. So you think they're your kids. Of course you love them. Of course you, no, not necessarily. They're, okay, they could be inconvenient. They could be a problem. They could be getting in your way. They could be a hindrance, a nuisance. But I realized that they're what I, what I chose. So I had to start reflecting on me and people that were in my life. And what, what did friendship mean to me? And I realized that I wasn't a good friend to my children. And not a friend like, we gonna shuck it up. They're my friends, I don't discipline them. They're my children, they're my kids and they go, we gonna hang out and smoke pot together and all that. Not that, but just in like coming to me for conversation. What do I do to build a bridge between me and my children to come and talk to me when they're a problem? If I'm going to beat their ass, what hell would they come to me with a problem? <laughs> I'm not going to somebody that's going to beat my ass. I got a problem. So that was when I realized I, need, I needed to do something different. I needed to be a better friend to myself. I needed to take care of myself. So this is how I learned that. So maybe my approach to friendship is slightly different from others because I isolated myself during marriage, but it doesn't change the fact that my children were the first people that I had to convince to trust me again. Think about that.
For you who have kids, think about that. Not that they respect you because you've told them, I'm your mama, respect me, or I'm your daddy, respect me, about the simple idea of this is a person that I can go to who's going to keep me safe, see me from this point to this point. That's a big, that was a big shit for me. So I had to figure out how to talk to my kids and I didn't really know how to explain it to them. And I just, I remember telling them something like, when you're talking to me, it doesn't sound like you love me. And I remember, cause I was in an eye place and I remember my oldest daughter telling me, when you're talking to us, it doesn't sound like you love us. Bam, slap in the face, right? Cause you know, I, I swear I love them, but to put that shit in my face, I had to back it up, back the truck up, right? Okay. How can I talk to my kids with love? How can I talk to people with love? And I started reevaluating my words, what they meant, how they felt, how they felt coming from me, right? And getting them to trust that they can come to me for conversation. That's when I started looking at me as a person and me as a friend. I had to figure out what does it look like for my kids. Now, my kids now are. 25, 22, and 16. And of course, the baby was easy because he was a baby. And he even told me today, he was like, Mom, you know, I'm, I just was really upset that how you used to hit me. And, um, and I was like, I know I was in a dark place, but you can tell your therapist. He started laughing. <laughs> I always say that. Tell your therapist, we can get a therapist. But I, I, I was human in it. Like I was, I was in a dark place and I was miserable for me. And I'm sorry that I hurt you. And I hope I can make it better. And he even said, he's like, well, I'm okay with it. I'm fine, but I think about it. And I told him, I'm sorry that he has to think about it. But he is the one that has the most fluid conversation about things happening. My oldest daughter who was thrust in a role of, taking care of her siblings, she's fluid in her conversation, but she's fluid in the conversation because she had to be. My middle daughter is really reserved because she's the middle child. And you know, the middle child's like, either the oldest or the youngest gonna say something, I'm gonna chill. That's where I look at me as a friend. So when I think about friendship, I'm thinking of something that lasts forever because everybody doesn't get to get in. When you make a friend, and you bring them in, your expectation is that they're gonna be there forever, right? They're gonna be the ones to help your husband or boyfriend at the time or your kids fulfill your last will and testament, whatever you want. Those are the friends that you, that's what you think, especially at almost 50. Why would I get new friends at almost 50? They're, I mean, you already know all the dirt on me. Like shit, I can't bring new people in, right? So I think that about three years ago, one of my really close friends that I met and we connected and I was really, I, I have to stop saying that. I feel like I was a good friend to her. And I say that because I, the thing she needed from me, I gave. 
she needed help with some fam personal family stuff and not not money stuff. I'm not talking about money. I'm, I never talk about money because y'all know I don't have any. I don't have any money, so I never talk about money. So some personal family stuff, I helped her through that. Some relationship stuff, I was there through all of it. You know, so I've gone through all of this for it. And I remember the morning I was talking to her and the conversation, our conversation was sideways. And she told me, because of the conversation, I just kind of felt like something was not right. She sent me an email and she told me in an email that she didn't have a place for me in her life anymore because the man that I was dating was married at the time. My daughter was dancing at a nightclub and I had written my book. She didn't have a place for me in her life and she had to exit the friendship. And I read the email and I thought, what the fuck? Like, so of course, when people say stuff like that to you, you start, you start trying to figure out like, what the fuck? And I started doing like this quick, you know, like an instant replay of all the shit I had gone through with her in her life, right? Like since we've been friends. And I was like, well, wasn't he married? And didn't we go to his house and his wife came to the door? And didn't we do? So I'm like, in my mind, but I had to pull back because it wasn't about me, it was about her. And what I realized, what she was trying to say is, for the things I had going on in my life, she couldn't keep me safe. She couldn't, she wasn't capable of being the friend I needed. She couldn't be the friend to me that I was the friend to her, right? That's what I realized, so I had to respect that she exited the friendship. The other thing is I have to respect was it wasn't the first time she exited the friendship. So that goes across the board for relationships, period, is that when you're in a relationship somewhat with someone and they exit, they'll probably exit again. So the first time somebody exit, male or female, let them exit. They're going to they're gonna exit. They'll, be back. they'll try to come back, but they're going to keep exiting, right? And I went through that too. But when I went through that, I was talking about it like, why am I here? I needed confirmation, not like I'm out, right? So when people leave you, when you're in a place and people exit because of what you have going on, they're not capable of who you are, male or female. And the key is having people that are capable of who you are. Hey, Joya, my daughter's on here. The key is having people who are capable of you, male or female. So that was really hurtful for me. So she has a daughter and her daughter and I still communicate. We actually got a project we're working on together, but her daughter is an adult now and I don't have a problem still talking to her. And since we were friends for so long, I've known her daughter since like fourth, fifth grade. You know, how, how do I stop communicating with the child that I call my niece because your mom has decided she doesn't want to be friends anymore. So that was a big that was a big deal for me because I was like, how are you walking? Like, because I'm in a situation that someone is loving me. Okay, so the guy that I was seeing was married. And y'all, we'll talk about this next week because I know y'all gonna have something to say. <laughs> but guess what? That had nothing to do with me. I was in a place that I needed some love and I needed somebody to 
I needed it and he was giving it to me. I took it. So whatever. But that's not a reason to judge me or to leave a friendship for me because I've been in the friendships before. Right. I've been in those friendships before. I've been there with you, with her, when she was dealing with the man who was married and the other man whose wife came to the door and the other man who works for the phone company who was pulling her phone bill. Like I've been through all of that. And now I'm like, and you can't be a friend to me. But I realized it was because she couldn't keep me safe. She wasn't capable of me. And that's no problem. There are a lot of people who aren't capable of me. Hell, sometimes I feel like I'm not capable of me. She's oh, wow. like, I got a lot going on. <laughs> I got a lot going on. So I have to just kind of stop and respect the fact that she's honest enough to say, there's not a place for you in my life. Okay. And that was it. I haven't talked to her since. I've asked her daughter, how's your mom? How's your grandma? We've had those conversations, but I haven't talked to her since then because you can't pull people back into a place or pull people into a place that they don't want to be in, right? So Stephanie wants to know, so was she really a friend? I don't know if she was really a friend, Stephanie. I don't know. I don't, so Suzanne's over here saying, hell no. So for her, it, it appeared to be, a, maybe it was a mirage. It appeared to be a friendship because she was getting what she needed from me. She was getting the safekeeping, the validation. She was getting from me. So to me, I thought I'm engaging in a safe space. But no, it wasn't, right? So that was it. But, you know, when it comes under the guise of friendship, what do you do about it? So <laughs> Suzanne said, hell no, it wasn't a friend. And uh, they, Douglas said, it's just happened to me. Absolutely. It happens, right? And you have to kind of allow people to be who they are and you have to respect them. Hey, uh, Marceline, the topic is friends. Are we friends or not? How do you exit a friendship? And what does it mean when someone exits a friendship? So that was the situation. Now, the funny thing is that friend and the other friend had the same birthday. So I used to call them my twin friends and, uh, and I enjoyed them both, but you know, so then that friendship ended and that's been three years, maybe a little more than two years. And that was really difficult for me. And um, I've just had to kind of, I'm an intro, y'all know I'm a thinker. So I'm introspective, like a mother, like some shit happened. I started thinking about it. As a matter of fact, today I was talking to Faceless Love. This is so off topic. So I was going to the liquor store because Suzette was coming to town. Woo woo, Suzette's here. And then I have a couple of uh, girlfriends coming on Friday just to come visit for a couple of days. So I was like driving to the liquor store talking about what I was going to get. And I was like, oh shit, I was supposed to get my son from school. I forgot, right? So I was talking to Faceless Love and I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm like, now, wait a minute. It was 3.30. I didn't have to get until 4. And he's in high school. He could have got an Uber. So... I'm just saying, that's not to clear me. But I'm talking to Faceless Love, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a horrible mom. I can't believe I forgot I was supposed to pick him up, blah, 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 blah. And I said, hi, Daddy. Or is that my nephew, Gordon? Which Gordon is it? So I'm like, um, I asked him. I said, do you think it's a bad, I'm a bad mom because I forgot him? So he didn't say anything. And then I said, well, did I really forget him if I haven't forgotten him? Like, it's not time yet. 
but I for you know, did I really forget? He was like, you forgot him. So don't overanalyze this, right? You forgot him and that's it. So you need, <laughs> I think about everything. So he, although it was 3.30 and I didn't need to get him to four, in my mind, I was trying to figure out if it made me a bad mom that I actually forgot I was supposed to get him. And he was like, yeah, you forgot. So I, I overanalyzed everything i'm a i'm a, a thinker i'm working on it it's called um remuneration or n numerating numerating that when you think about stuff over and over and over again so i'm working on that it's a horrible habit so sheila said if they leave the relationship without drama it's fine but to leave the relationship friendship yell everything that you guys shared and dragging others in it is definitely questionable absolutely sheila right and that's that's the other thing I didn't even think about that till just now. When you share so much in these friendships, what do you do with the information when the friendship is over? So how much information about you is being shared from the person who knows it? I don't share any information. I'm a vault. I'm telling all of y'all in Facebook land. I'm a vault. If we hang out and you do some shit, I, listen, I, I'll be like, by Tuesday, I forgot that shit. I'm, absolutely i don't remember nothing and i do it and i do it on purpose because it protects me and it protects you i try not to remember everything anything so i'm gonna tell you guys a uh, little thing about that hi talisha i'll tell you about that uh, a little secret about me i'm a free spirit y'all know that y'all learned about me you read about me you listen to me talk i'm a free spirit everywhere i go it doesn't go away so if I go to a pool party and I decide, oh my God, I'm gonna skinny dip. You don't have to call me tomorrow and say, I heard you were skinny dipping at the party. I know, I did it. <clears throat> I know I did, I know I was skinny dipping. And guess what? It's what I wanted to do and I'm open to the responsibility of it, right? That happens a lot, but I'm, a, I'm definitely a free spirit. And you know, the people who deal with me, the people who deal with me are dealing with their, my own force, but I'm responsible and I take care of them. So like, we're going to leave here tonight after in like 19 minutes, we're going to go walk around, smoke a cigar, hang out. And guess what? Suzette's okay with me and I'm okay with her, but that's Absolutely. friendship. That's what friendship is. The guy I'm dating, he knows I'm a free spirit. He probably shake his head in disbelief every day like... I cannot believe that I'm involved with this chick because she is really off the fucking chain. Like I, you know, so he has to deal with me and he has to deal with me in a space that says, not that I'm dealing with her and I want her to be less, I'm dealing with her and I need for her to be okay with being herself. So he's okay with us. He's okay. He's, he's okay. So he's going to be okay with my girlfriend Absolutely. and we're going to hang out. He's going to be all good with that. So that friendship was really hard for me leaving it i really love yeah that's right because she's my friend friend that's right she's she my friend for real right 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 yeah so we have um so just recently this is was really got me off guard right here i had a friend for years and uh oh, it's crazy I was at home for like two weeks. And you guys who don't know, my home is in Marietta, Georgia, north of it, 27 miles north of Atlanta. Just in case y'all was looking on the map, 27 miles. 
the city of Marietta, not Cobb County, city of Marietta. That's my home. So I'm from Marietta. So here he is such a sweet guy, Kathy. Oh, I love him. <laughs> I'ma kidnap him, Kathy. <laughs> Kidnapped. I got him. So anyway, uh <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so silly. Anyway, um, so most of my friends come from the Marietta area because that's my home. So when I go home, I'm going home to see my friends. And you guys have to, if you don't know Marietta, what you have to know is if you're from Marietta, not only are you friends with people your age, you are friends with the parents and the kids. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you don't get to be friends. You don't get to break off friends with one of them and not deal with the parents and the kids. Because that's how... We're a small, we're a small community of people and that's what we do. So here's the deal. If I lose a friend from Marietta, I still got to see their mama and I still got to talk to their kids. We might not be friends anymore, but I have, the mama will send me a message on Facebook and be like, the next time you come up here, you got to bring me that book and I need it in large print. Cause I ain't get to read the second one yet. So what I'm gonna be like? I ain't friends with your daughter no more. No, ma'am. You just say yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm bringing the book. Right? You have. To, you still deal with the mom and you deal with the kids. They don't go away. We don't. I'm not calling it Metro Atlanta. I'm Marietta, and I don't even call it Mayretta Douglas. It's Marietta. <laughs> so that's the small town that we've been. Is like. We love each other. So it doesn't matter to me that we aren't friends anymore. I still have to communicate and be a part of your family because that's how it's been established. So that brings me to say I have my friend from Marietta. I've known her since we were little. She's younger than me. And she decided to exit the friendship. She did it twice. She did it once based on what somebody told her. She did it the second time. I don't even know why the second time, but I had to respect the fact that she exited the friendship. And so the funny thing is the first time she called me and she was so mad. We didn't talk for like four months. And I was like, what do you want to know? And she's like, you were being disrespectful to my family. And I'm like, I've known your brothers since they were like in diapers. How am I going to disrespect them? Like, I was having a beer and talking with everybody else, but somebody else had put a bug in her ear about what I was doing. So she went along with that. And I told her, I'm like, look, first of all, you know me, I love you, you love me. You get mad at me because of what somebody said. What the fuck that's saying about what you think about us? Can't nobody come to me and tell me what, if somebody comes to me and says, Suzette said you suck, I would be like, you don't get the hell away from me with that crap. You, if my friend, you can't come tell me something about my friend. Sorry, because I'm the, I already know you coming sideways because I don't have a relationship with you. So here's the thing. That was one time we got past it. Then the next time they left the relationship again, the friendship again. And I'm sitting there like, what the mother truck, like how patient am I supposed to be? Like, 
what does this look like? So, and I had a conversation with them and they told me, I really miss our friendship and I just haven't had anybody to talk to. I'm like, well, this is what you chose. This on you. you. I'm doing the same thing I've been doing, trying to make my paper, trying to set his book, got to make a movie. I'm doing, I'm just trying to do me. You chose to exit the friendship. That's on you. Well, you should have, I said, you can't control me. You can't make decisions for me. You made a decision. I respect you. I always make your decisions. So you make a decision to leave the friendship, just like you made a decision to leave this place with this or do this. I respect your decisions. So they gave me this whole humdrum about how they appreciated our friendship and they wanted it back and blah, 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 blah. And it's been two weeks. And guess what? I haven't heard anything from them. So that tells me they're waiting on me to make the friendship happen. Now, I get it. I'm a very warm, loving, free spirit, and I don't hold grudges. So people expect me to just be okay with, I'm going to knock the shit out of you, and then you get up and come back and be my friend again. People, they expect that. But as I get older, I'm getting a little tougher. You don't get to knock the shit out of me and I come back. You knock the shit out of me and, wow, you knock the shit out of me. How do you make it better? What's your move? So when I was talking to my faceless love about it, I was telling him, and he said, the problem is she wanted you to do something, but you put the action on her. She's not capable of making the action. So what you don't do anything about that. So when you have people in your life, and we call them friends, but I mean, we've used friend. That was a strong word. Now we got Facebook friends. I mean, hell, like 4,000 Facebook friends, right? How do you judge that? <coughs> what do you say about your 4,000 Facebook friends? You know, you don't, your interactions are so intermittent that you don't realize how important even just those basic interactions of respect are until you lose or until somebody walks out of your life and then you think you were here it was your intention in my life was self-serving you were great being a part of my life as long as you were benefiting from being a part of my life as long as you were receiving in the free spirit of joy hey how y'all doing if i walk in a space hey, how you doing? And all the energy comes our way. You benefit from the energy because we're together. You benefit from the energy because I don't sweat the small stuff. You benefit from all that. But when you realize that you are uncomfortable in the space or that you're jealous of somebody else receiving something, and I say jealous because that word has come up a couple of times with people when I talked to a few people about it, including a behavioral specialist. I told y'all I think too much. The word jealousy comes up, and it's that to me just makes me uncomfortable. But <clears throat> if you feel some kind of way, that's on you. It's not on me. I can't own it. But my path is still my path, and I still have to be true to my path. So people that I meet, <clears throat> hi, Miss Pat. Exactly. Pat Evans is just joined. Guess what? Me and her daughter were friends for years. <clears throat> I haven't talked to her daughter in years, but I talk to Miss Pat on Facebook all the time. So that's what happens in Marietta. You meet somebody, you friends with their family, you stay friends. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> hey, Miss Pat, thank you for joining. So 
Yeah, you're right, Douglas. Facebook friends are family, business partner, partners, fans. That's right. Hey, Tracy, I wish you were here with us. Yeah, Tracy. <clears throat> hey, Varisa. I always say Varissa, but it's Varisa. Y'all heard me mispronounce it before. So it's Varisa. Sorry, sweetheart. I love you. You know that. So <clears throat> that to me was what this was about. Let me drink my tequila because y'all hear I got a little something, a little frog. Let's see if that helps. <clears throat> That's better. Okay. So I was having a conversation about friends because I have to understand what it means to me. But as I look on the comments and people who've joined the post tonight, I've got a lot of people that I call friends that I share with intimately. I think with Kathy, <clears throat> Kathy Hood is on here. We went to school together. We knew each other from school. We reconnected on Facebook. We talk on Facebook. We try to get together. I would call her my friend, right? Sheila's on here. I would call her my friend. But these are people who aren't trying to take something from me. So these are people that come into <clears throat> my life and we share intimate moments for the moment. And we appreciate it and we move forward. It's not like we're trying to hurt each other. We're not trying to take advantage of each other. And that's to me what friendship is. Stephanie's on here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've known Stephanie for... Stephanie, how long have we known each other? Like 20 years? 19, 20 years? We've been thick as thieves the whole time. She don't give me any problems. I remember her saying to me like, girl, I can't believe you left your marriage. I thought y'all had been married forever. I was like, fuck that, I'm out. It was miserable. It sucked. She didn't say, oh, you should stay. You should this. She didn't say any of that. She was just like, oh, okay. She just heard me and she respected the fact that I said it sucked and I'm out. And now <clears throat> I think it's been the 2007, almost 13 years. I, I ain't missed the beat. I haven't even regretted it. But that's what friends are people who respect who you are and what you're doing without taking something from you. Yeah, without taking something from you or manipulating you. And it's really hard. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Marvinia. Hi, Nikki. Thank you guys for joining. So that tonight, it's, uh, we have about seven minutes left. And that's what this whole thing was about. You guys know I'm a processor. When we connect on Facebook and I'm having a conversation with you, it's a sincere conversation. I'm not taking anything from you. I don't want anything. Well, I do want something. I want you guys to buy my book. Buy my book. If you don't buy it, tell people about it. But I want you to enjoy it. Not, I, it, hell, I'll even send you a copy. I'm giving away a copy tonight. I just want you to enjoy the pleasure of the book, right? The stories. So, excellent. <clears throat> thank you very much, Suzette. So, uh, yeah. So, this is like, I just had to have this conversation because I know as women, we all go through it where we feel like we have friends, where we feel like these people are going to be with us forever. And yet they may not, they may not be capable of who you are. They may not be able to expand their reach for the things that you have. And I say that about men and women, women who are single and dating. If you're not dating a man who is capable of who you are, you're dating the wrong man. If you're being who you are, and he wants you to be less, or they want to put you in a box, 
or they want you to not this. They're doing it to accommodate themselves, selfish, and that's not the person for you. You're not supposed to be in a box. The, the goal is to be of God's purpose. The goal is to collect your tools along your path and to be okay for God when he calls upon you, not to satisfy man. Man is temporary and nobody, man is temporary and he doesn't compete with God. As much as we love him, he might be the second coming. We might be like, ooh, this is the greatest thing I ever known. He, but guess what? When God show up, to hell with him. You better go with God. <laughs> choose God every time. Choose God every time. And he'll understand it because he's choosing God. He's choosing God too, right? So <clears throat> the goal is to be truthful to who you are. If somebody isn't and they're going to leave out of your life, let them go. Don't hold on to them, male or female, especially female. Because if you keep them there, you're promising that you're going to be able to continue to give them what they want from you and that you don't expect anything from them. And you, th I think about all the stuff I had going on in my life to leave me at a time that I felt like I needed somebody. That was I felt like it was detrimental to me, but it showed me that I was stronger. So <laughs> it's 9.56. We're almost done. Now, real quick story before I go. This is about Suzette since she's here with me. She doesn't know. So, so we went to Jamaica together. A group of us. We went to Jamaica together. A group of us. It was a bunch, like 13, 14 women. Y'all know I'm a loner. I do my own thing. I'll hang out with the women, but I'm going to go do. And we in Jamaica... We doing what we do when we in Jamaica. Do. I ain't going to say what it was, but we was doing Whatever it. Whatever happened in Jamaica, stayed in Jamaica. Well, I did write about some of it. But <laughs> this particular thing was happening. It was great. And we had a, uh, that's right. We had, yeah, Douglas, I'm going to get to that in a second. So <laughs> we had a whole thing happening in Jamaica, which was cool. It was my first time meeting Suzette. So we leave Jamaica. I come back, I write this amazing book. Amazing. Carla hosts a books, uh, book reveal for me. I'm there with Faceless Love. Now, keep in mind, he don't really know everything about me because I'm still on my good girl shit. <laughs> Faceless Love don't know. But, you know, he about to learn. So, Suzette comes. She's like, hey, Joy. We sit there, we talking. She was like, let's go outside. I got something for you. So I was like, I don't know. I ain't telling it. I was like, I don't know if Faceless Love can go outside with me. Because he don't know me. He don't know that side of me yet. Like, so I'm, but I can't tell Suzette no, because we just spent time together. That's my friend. <laughs> so as soon as I tell her I can't go outside, she's going to be like, bitch, you tripping. Let's go. So I was like, okay. So I go outside. I was like, I'll be back to Faceless Love. I'll be back. So I'm walking out, and I feel him grab my hand. He walking out with me. I'm like, okay, well, this is where the truth hit. 
It's where the grease hit the pan. He either in it or he not. So we out there. We participate in our Native American rituals. Our, our circle of conversation and movement of energy. The movement of energy came to me. I participated. I passed the movement of energy to Faceless Love. He participated. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And the thing, the funny thing is like, I'm with him and he was so great. But I'm with Suzette and I know the time we've spent together. I can't tell her no because we're friends. <laughs> But he was there. And, and I love Faceless Love, too. Yes, yes. And he is awesome. He, is, he proves to be every time he's awesome. So I just wanted to share that about Suzette. Your friends keep you. They keep you safe. And they provide a safe space for you to operate. If you feel like you have friends and you don't feel safe with them, you're second guessing. You are dragging them along. They're coming to you for stuff. They're a drain on your energy. It might be time for you to leave the relationship. People can't take your energy and debilitate you and you still be successful. You have a gift. You have a job. The universe is waiting on you to deliver it. And we, <laughs> the universe has led you, is leading you to be that, to be of your purpose. So the people who come from you to drain you, it may be time to let them go. If they're too much for you, if you feel like they're not enough to take you, to take care of you and keep you safe, then let them go. So it's 10.01. I'm going to do the same thing this week that I did last week because I'm horrible at games. So if you're listening right now and you inbox me, I have, I'm going to do two tumblers, Stephanie. You can send me an invoice. Two tumblers. So this is what I want you to do. Instant message me. If you want a Tumblr or a book, if you want a Tumblr, put the name that you want on it. Mailing address, I'll send it to you. If you want a book, put your mailing address, I'll send it to you. I'm doing five total. Two Tumblrs, three books. So I am so appreciative of all of you. My heart is so full. I'll see you next Wednesday, which is my birthday. Yes. And Everybody show up with a drink for my birthday. It's my birthday. Hey, I'll be 50. Can you believe it? I don't look a day over. Oh, my God. 50, these lines. Love you guys. See you next week. And remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. Love you, Joy. Thank you. Love you, too. All right.